Entrepreneur on Fire 420. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Walker Corporate Law provides a broad range of corporate legal services to entrepreneurs and startups. If you want to get to know who will be handling the most important parts of your business, contact Scott at WalkerCorporateLaw.com. Hate losing your place while reading? Audiobooks.com has patented technology that lets you switch between devices without ever losing your place. Woo! And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Andrea Ayers. Andrea, are you prepared to ignite? Of course I am. I'm sure I'm definitely ready. Yes. Andrea is a successful entrepreneur who has sold three companies. As a founder of LaunchGrowJoy.com, she guides entrepreneurs who wish to launch a consumer product line through retail outlets and the media. A freaking contributor and guest author, she has been featured in Yahoo Small Business and Entrepreneur.com. Given our listeners just a little overview, Andrea, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sure, um, I'd love to. So I am, I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur um, because I've started quite a few businesses so far. And like you mentioned, I ended up selling three of them. And right now I'm actually running two, um, two different businesses. But I, in case anyone's wondering where my accent is from, I was um, born in Romania. I moved to New York City when I was 12. Um, and most recently, I have been living in Boulder, Colorado for about four and a half years now. And um, I also have three kids um, and a husband. And I love being an entrepreneur because it really allows me to shape my life the way I want it to so that my family works and my business works at the same time. And we were chatting in the pre-interview a little bit, Andrea, about just the surge of entrepreneurs and just the entrepreneurial vibe in Boulder, Colorado. What a great place, huh? Oh, definitely. I mean, there's there's always business competitions and new co-working spaces popping up and events and it's just incubators. It's just a really amazing place to see how there is just, I mean, I always say that, is anyone really working? Does anyone have a job? Because Boulder is always buzzing. There's always people out uh, when it seems like people should be at work, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> but I think it just seems like everyone here is an entrepreneur. Oh, I love it. And Colorado's just always been a state that's resonated with me for many reasons. I love skiing. So I was out in Vail last year. So I just dig the vibe. I love it. And we could talk about Boulder all day, Andrea, but I want to talk about you. And to start, let's talk about a quote or a mantra that really resonates with you because we really want to get this motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Sure. So I think one of my favorite quotes um, in relation to not only business, but life in general um, is a quote by Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Um, and I just really love this quote because it just goes to show you that whatever you can imagine, um, if you think you can do it, you're going to be able to do it. And it really all starts with you. So I just love how empowering this quote is. 
Andrea, break that down to the ground level for us. How have you applied this mantra, this belief in your life? I mean, I I pretty much apply it on a daily basis. Um, And I think because I, when I started my first business, it was actually a t-shirt business and I had no idea what I was doing. You know, if I'm honest, I didn't know anything about manufacturing or sales reps or even e-commerce or selling online. Um, and, but, but I knew I had a great idea that I really wanted to see through. So with that quote in mind, you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's proved over and over again that anytime I believe in myself that I can do something, um, somehow the universe shows me that I can do it. And (laughs) when I doubt myself, when I'm like, well, I don't really know if, you know, if this is the right thing to do, or I don't think I could do it, or I can't handle it. um, That's actually what happens. So it's, um, I mean, I am faced with this pretty much on a daily basis. um, And I've learned to really believe that if I really want to do something, it's going to happen. Well, Andrea, what I want to do now is shift to your entrepreneurial journey because somebody that's sold three companies and now that's running Launch Grow Joy, you've had your share of ups, no doubt about it. But we also, as entrepreneurs, we can't avoid those failures, those challenges, those obstacles that come along every single journey. So share with us one of those stories. Share with Fire Nation a time that you fell flat on your face and you had to pick yourself up and it wasn't easy. Tell us that story, Andrea, because we want to be there with you and share with us the lessons that you learned. Sure. So, um, I mean, I have so many of these stories. It's not even funny. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I feel like it it really is what allowed me to start Launch Grow Joy um, because that's where I share all of my successes and failures. But most recently, the story that I want to share with you today is actually a story that happened a couple of weeks ago. And I had heard about, you know, how the The latest thing is doing Facebook ads and growing your list with Facebook ads. So I decided to try a strategy where I would do a live webinar um, for people who are interested in getting publicity for their product. And I decided to market my webinar entirely with Facebook ads. Um, You know, that's something that I normally don't do. I usually market to my list. I use social media by not paid advertising um, and affiliate partners. But this time, I really wanted to try out Facebook ads. So I had read about the Power Editor. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, Very. And I'll get into why right after the story. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So so maybe you can relate to the story. But I read a lot of great things about the Power Editor. So I spent days researching the audience that I was going to target and making, you know, shooting a video so I can have something to offer people and um, just building my opt-in page and all of those things. And then I literally spent, I think, about two days just creating different ads. I think I had like maybe 20 or 25 different ads in there um, and to promote this one webinar that was actually going to happen the following week. So as you can see, I didn't have much time um, to do it, but I put so much time and work into setting up the power editor and then I waited and I waited for Facebook to approve my ads. Um, you know, and usually when I did my ads, the few times I had done it before, it um, it took maybe like 
like the most maybe 12 hours or so for them to approve it. And this time, a couple of days had passed and I still, my ads were not approved. So I was thinking, oh no, my webinar is next week. I don't have an audience for it, you know, except for the people that are on my list. Um, and my whole goal here was to really grow my list and get new people in. So I decided, I thought maybe I did something wrong the first time. Let me go ahead and do the power editor again. So I started creating a whole new bunch of ads. Um, and again, I waited and waited and nothing happened. So, um, you know, by this time it had already been a week of just going back and forth and waiting and creating ads and my webinar was about to happen. So I realized that I was not going to have much time to promote my ads through, uh, or my webinar through Facebook ads. So my webinar went on, you know, obviously I didn't have the number of people that I was looking for and I didn't meet my goals of increasing my list. Um, but what's interesting is that after that, I realized that the reason my ads were not approved was because I didn't upload them to the power editor. And it, it's a small thing that I overlooked. Um, and as you're saying, you're familiar with it. So after you do your ads, you have to click upload. So that way Facebook can approve them. But the upload button was totally not intuitive. It was not even in a place where <laughs> I would think to um, to look. And it wasn't something like, you know, sent to Facebook or sent for approval or anything like that. So um, I would have to say, you know, that's such a it was such a huge disappointment for me and a big failure in a way, um, because I have put all of my eggs into this. Facebook power editor basket um, and I totally you know took a chance and, and it didn't work because I wasn't able to use it at all so that's been a huge um, failure that just recently happened and now I know that all I had to do was hit that upload button and um, everything would have been okay so um, I learned a lot from that. So Andrea, this is a very timely failure story for me because I've just recently launched Podcasters Paradise, which is an amazing community where anybody can learn how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. And it comes with video tutorials, a community forum. We do monthly webinars with top podcasters like Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield about how podcasting is impacting their business. So long story short, I went through the exact same thing as you. I'm like, I'm going to have a webinar. I'm going to use Facebook ads to drive people to it. I hear other people doing such great things. And so I set all these ads up. I hit the play button and nothing. And you are so right. It's like that upload button is so not intuitive. You and I both experience the exact same thing. I know that Mark Zuckerberg listens to this podcast. <laughs> dreaming. But I'm sure that Facebook is needing to work on that because if two pretty capable people like yourself and me went through the exact same thing in the matter of a couple of days, then I'm sure it's a pretty serious problem that other people are having as well. But what I want to do for Fire Nation is break it down because Andrea, you learned some pretty solid lessons from this as I learned. I want to share a lesson that I learned, which was to diversify, to not really put all of your eggs in one basket and extend to, to really spread out all of your advertising means because you don't want to be so reliant on any one thing ever. It's good to become good at a lot of different ways to build an audience, to build a, a webinar audience or whatever task you're doing. And I know that I definitely just stole one of the lessons that you learned because that's something that you learned as well. But share with Fire Nation another lesson that you learned. You know, I mean, yes, obviously that's my, my first lesson. And I was going to say, you know, have a plan B. Um, so 
if the first plan that you that you're trying to implement doesn't work then definitely have a backup plan and i think also give yourself enough time to try a couple of different things to see what's working because for me for example i know that sending an email to my list i know that's going to work and i don't need to build in a lot of time for that but if i am working with affiliates or doing facebook ads or something like that where you actually need to be approved um then i sort of should have built in a a little bit more of time and maybe give myself three weeks to market my webinar as opposed to just a week. Um, so plan B and building in time, I would say, are two other lessons that I learned with this um, Facebook power editor thing. I think this is an incredibly value lesson, Andrea. And let's use this momentum that we built up as we go into our other topic, which is the other end of the spectrum. You shared very openly a challenge and an obstacle, a disappointment and a failure that you just recently had. I had the exact same challenge, obstacle and failure myself, but just like we have those, we also have aha moments. We also have these light bulbs that go off and we say, wow, this resonates with me. This resonates with the authentic person that I am and I can't wait to get going. Andrea, share with us a light bulb moment that you've had at some point in your journey and really tell us that story. Take us there with you and share with us the steps that you took to turn that idea, that light bulb moment into success. Oh, what a great question, um, John. So I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is when I had my t-shirt business and one of my goals was to get my t-shirts into stores. So what I would do every week is I would make a list of stores that I thought were a good fit for my t-shirts and I would send out a ton of emails to store owners and buyers asking them to um, to take a look at my t-shirts and to see if they were interested in adding my t-shirts to their stores. Um, so, But what happened is that I would only send out one email and if they didn't reply, I would just assume that they were not interested and I would never contact them again. So what happened one time, and this was such a, a small moment, but I and, and I didn't realize the impact it had on me at the time. Um, but one time I accidentally emailed the same person again. I think it was a few weeks later, and I emailed her again introducing my T-shirts. And um, I got an email her uh, an email back from her right away. She said, oh, my God, I'm so happy you followed up with me. Um, thank you so much for sending the reminder. I love your T-shirts. Can you give me a call right now? I want to place an order before I get really busy again. And I've been meaning to answer your email for the last few weeks, but I've been so busy and I kept on forgetting. So thank you so much for emailing me again. Um, so at that time, initially, I was just super excited that, you know, someone wanted my T-shirts in their stores. But then after, you know, after I called her and got the order, I realized, you know, if there's one store owner who is, you know, who got my email, loves my product, but just didn't get a chance to reply to my email. And here I was assuming that she wasn't interested as opposed to just assuming that maybe she needed a reminder or she didn't have time, but she was still interested. Um, so ever since that incident, I realized that really success um, is in actually following up and not necessarily in the first email or contact that you put out there. So ever since then, anytime I try to contact a potential partner or someone to get a press mention or even with my new business, which is a, a line of organic soaps, um, if I don't hear back from someone and if it's something that I really, really, really want to pursue, whether it's an editor or a blogger or another store, um, I always follow up 
one more time just to make sure. And it's so crazy, but so much of my success has come from that second email where I followed up and not necessarily from the first email. Um, so I think for me, that was another huge lesson. But it was, um, and it was so subtle at first when it happened, uh, but it's been, I've had so much success just by following up with people who I really want to work with. Um, So that's something that I've carried through in my service businesses and in my product-based businesses as well. This is such a great life lesson, Andre, and I hope that everyone within Fire Nation is really taking note because... A non-response does not equal a no. Only a no equals a no. And you know, to give another story from my end that really runs such a similar path to that, Andrea, is I knew that I wanted to get Seth Godin on Entrepreneur on Fire, so I shot him an email, no response. I waited a week, shot him another email, no response. Most people would give up at that point saying, you know what, Seth Godin's probably ignoring my emails or take it as a no. And I did as well, but you know what, I'm not the kind of person that doesn't take nothing for an answer. I wanted either a yes or a no. So I did keep emailing. And so finally on the fourth or fifth attempt, I get a nice little one sentence email back that says, sure, John, how about tomorrow at 1 p.m.? (laughs) <laughs> Boom, I just landed the entrepreneur on Entrepreneur on Fire, Seth Godin himself. And you better believe that I canceled that dentist appointment I had for tomorrow at 1 p.m. and did the interview with Seth Godin. And it's just a great example of how persistence can oftentimes pay off in great ways. If I had at any point gotten a no from Seth Godin, I would have definitely put that on the shelf for at least six months to 12 and then reached back out to him at a different point in his journey. But no response could mean any number of things, just like it meant for the person that you reached out to, Andrea. So great lessons learned all across the board. I know Fire Nation is ready to go home now and write that second email or make that second phone call and to start to make things happen, which brings us forward to a question that I'm really curious about for you, Andrea, because you've sold three companies. You're currently running Launch Grow Joy, which is a phenomenal website slash company. Have you had an I've made it moment? Yes, yes, I have, you know, and um, with this company, yes, definitely. I want to just mention something really quickly with my other t-shirt company. I think my I made it moment with that one was when I was walking on the street in New York City and I saw someone random just wearing my t-shirts. Um, <laughs> but um, so that was a lot of fun. But I think with Launch Grow Joy, uh, you know, I kind of I feel like I have those definitely uh, on a weekly basis, if not almost on a daily basis. Um, but when I get a client, for example, who I've been helping with publicity and she she'll write on my wall, for example, on my Facebook page and she'll say something like, thanks to Andrea Ayers. My T-shirts just appeared in Dog in Dog Fancy magazine, or my products were just featured in Ladies Home Journal, um, and it's the successes that I help other people achieve. Um, where I'm like, wow, that's amazing, and I love doing what I'm doing because I'm impacting so many people, so many businesses, um, and I'm doing what I love. I just love sharing information and what I learned and the mistakes that I made. Um, so I think for me, those aha moments happen. Pretty much every day when I get a really great success story or even an aha moment from one of my clients or um, entrepreneurs who read my blog or take my courses. I love those, Andrea. Thank you for sharing that. And let's talk really briefly about 
the entrepreneurial journey and specifically your philosophy on it because you have sold those three companies and now you're currently running a fourth. You've had the ups, you've had the downs. We have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. How do you keep an even keel? What's your philosophy on maintaining balance throughout the entrepreneurial journey? You know, I think my my philosophy on that is that as long as I'm doing what I love, um, then it's only going to get better. And for example, one of my other businesses that I sold, it was um, a site that I was promoting coupons for organic products. Um, and even though, you know, I'm still really passionate about organic products, I just wasn't passionate about the site anymore. So I ended up selling it because I realized that it didn't really fuel me, um, you know, at that time. So I think just l- learning to trust that intuition about what you're enjoying and what you're not enjoying. And yeah, obviously, there's going to be ups and downs and things you love to do and things you don't love to do. But when there's an overwhelming feeling of, you know, maybe your heart's not in it as much as it used to be, or something just doesn't feel right, or maybe you might be more excited about a different idea. Um, I think it's really important to listen to that and and just keep listening. And maybe, you know, sometimes we can't always take action right away. Uh, but if you just keep listening to that voice, which I often do, um, you will find the answer somewhere in there to guide you to whatever the next step should be. Um, so I feel like just by listening to that, I've been able to sell businesses and start new businesses. And I'm constantly loving what I'm doing. Great insights. And Andrea, let's take those insights and bring them to today, present times, because you do have a lot of exciting things going on. But I want you to share with Fire Nation just one thing that's really exciting you right now. I think, you know, the thing that excites me right now, and that's something that we were talking about in the beginning, is that so many people are taking the plunge to become entrepreneurs. Um, And obviously, that's great for me because I help entrepreneurs to grow their businesses. Um, But even more exciting is the fact just that I'm seeing so many people, even though it can be really scary and you can, um, you know, get rid of the safety net, net, so to speak, that a job might have. It's just so exciting to see other people pursue their passion um, and really go for what they love, you know, whether it's after they got laid off from a job or maybe after they started a family and they realized that they want to spend more time with their kid and be able to pick them up from school. Um, or whether they just have an idea that they're really passionate about that they want to pursue. It's just I love seeing people become entrepreneurs. Um, and that that totally fuels just what I do and, and why I'm so excited about why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, I love the name Launch, Grow, Joy, Andre. Can you just take a second to share with us how you settled on those three great words and turned it into one business? Oh, sure. So that's um, a great question. You know, when, whenever I start a new business, I think carefully about my names. And oftentimes I feel like, you know, I'll spend like weeks or months before I start the business to really think up of a name. Um, but it, it sort of doesn't matter because then sometime whenever I'm expecting at least the name just comes to me. Um, so it's the same thing that happened with Launch Grow Joy where, I mean, I don't even remember where I was or what I was doing. I don't even think I was thinking about what to name my new company. Um, but this name popped up and I thought, wow, you know, this totally represents exactly what I want to do because I want to help people launch businesses. Um, I want to help them grow their business and helping people find ways to market their business is one of my passions. But at the same time, 
if you don't have joy in what you're doing, um, then why, you know, why are you doing it? So whenever, when I thought of that name, I thought, okay, this is exactly, you know, that's the name for my new company uh, because it really represents everything that I want to do with it. Um, and I've, I've loved it ever since I, somehow it came to me. Mm, I love it. Sometimes it just comes to you and Entrepreneur on Fire just came to me because that's what I wanted to represent. Entrepreneurs like yourself, Andrea, that are figuratively <laughs> on fire and launch, grow, joy. It just speaks so well to me because you can picture that process. Launch a business, grow your business, derive joy from that business. So great stuff, Andrea. And we're going to break in here to thank our sponsors. Those huge law firms don't really get what you're going through as an entrepreneur or somebody working on a startup. They don't want to get to know you, and they probably don't care much about your business. It's transaction in and paperwork out, but not with Walker Corporate Law. Walker Corporate Law is a boutique corporate law firm who has created a new business model designed specifically for entrepreneurs and startups looking for an alternative to the big law firms. Their mission, to protect entrepreneurs and to help them succeed. They provide a broad range of corporate legal services from idea to exit. They have you covered from mergers and acquisitions to licensing agreements, all the way to terms and services and privacy policies. And all of their lawyers have at least 10 to 25 years of experience. So if you're looking to skip the huge law firm but still ensure you're protected, then contact the founder, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Ah, there's nothing better than having targeted audio content at my fingertips. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and audiobooks.com, of course. If you love consuming audio content as much as I do, then you're going to love audiobooks.com. In addition to their online library that boasts over 40,000 titles, including bestsellers, new releases, and all of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, and Utility, Audiobooks has an industry-leading bookmarking technology. Sound random? Um, try downloading multiple audiobooks and listening to them simultaneously. The bookmarking technology is such a lifesaver. You'll never lose your place again, even when switching between devices. If you're looking for great audio content that you can listen to instantly from anywhere, check out audiobooks.com today. You can download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. Check out all the great benefits of becoming a member and get your first book for free today at audiobooks.com slash fire. And this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Um, I think obviously having a steady job, a steady paycheck and health insurance. Um, and when I decided to become an entrepreneur, I was actually pregnant with my first um, child. So knowing, you know, and I had just left my very comfortable job at New York University doing marketing for them and moved to Boulder where I didn't know anyone. I didn't have a job and I was pregnant. Um, and I thought, oh, my God, am I really doing this? This doesn't make sense. Um, you know, I should have a job because it comes with a steady paycheck and health insurance for my child um, and for me. So um, I would say, you know, it took me a while before I realized that um, I had to let go of those things in order to start, start this business. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
I think the best advice I ever received, um, it might have been really subtle, but it was to listen to my intuition. And if something felt right, to go ahead and pursue it. And if it didn't feel right, to sort of question and examine it um, and then see where to go from there. But um, there were definitely times where I had maybe hunches about something and I didn't listen to it and it turned out to be a not so great decision. Um, so I think just listening to my intuition would be uh, a really solid piece of advice that I received um, in order to really be happy and be successful in my businesses. Andrea, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? For sure. And this might seem so simple, but it's made such a huge difference. Um, But that habit is to turn off my email, turn off my cell phone and all of, you know, pop ups that pop up whenever you have a message um, and said, chunks of time where I'm only focusing on one task at a time without any distractions. And I often don't even check my email first thing in the morning. I wait a couple of hours and I do a solid chunk of work before I even check my email. Um, And I can tell you how much that has contributed to getting things done and being successful. And it sounds really simple. Um, And at first it's really tough because you might be thinking, well, I'm missing out on all these different things. And what if this person wants that? And, you know, my customers are expecting to hear from me. Um, But I I realized that sometimes, you know, people can wait an hour or two so you can have that time for yourself to really do the work that um, that that you need to do without any interruptions. Do you have an Internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Oh, definitely. You know, and I think those two, and I think a lot of people are already using this, but Dropbox and Google Docs, um, I think have been super helpful for me because that before I started using Dropbox, I actually, uh, my hard drive crashed a few times wow. and I literally lost two businesses because my hard drive crashed. So, um, and I didn't have backup because of course I didn't think it would crash. So why would I back up? So, um, you know, ever since I started using Dropbox and Google Docs, where I it doesn't matter if my hard drive crashes, um, I have felt so much more at ease, and I'm able to collaborate with people that I'm working with or or people on my team, and they have saved me so much time and just so much, um, given me so much peace of mind, knowing that my information is going to be there when I need it, regardless of what's happening to my computer. It sounds like Carbonite would be an amazing opportunity for you as well, Andrea, that's automatically backing your files up to the cloud every second of every day. Yeah, that probably would be a good one to try too. (laughs) Well, I highly recommend it. And if you try it, make sure to use the code FIRE to get two free months. So, Andrea, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I think, you know, one of the books that had that's had the most impact on me, and again, it's something that I didn't even realize at the time, was the four-hour work week, um, where I learned that you can actually get help and outsource a lot of things. Um, and I think looking back at my first business where I was doing everything myself, um, and basically the success of my business depended on how much time I put into it. Um, and at that time, I thought, you know, it's my business. I need to do it all. And 
if I'm hiring someone else, then it's not really my thing. <laughs> you know, that, that whole self-talk a lot of entrepreneurs have um, when you're first starting a business. So I think reading that book, and I didn't take action on it right away, um, but it was something that always stuck with me because I thought, well, you know, if I want to expand or if I want to do add something else on or maybe take a new project on, I can have help from someone else to do it, um, you know, to do it with me or to do it for me. Um, so I think that book really planted the seed in my mind that it's okay to outsource and to get help um, so you're not always doing everything yourself. So that had a huge impact on on my success as, a, as an entrepreneur. Oh, it's phenomenal. We've had Tim Ferriss on the show. He is just a great entrepreneur with a great mindset. And Fire Nation loves audio, Andrea. And they know that if they haven't already, they can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Andrea, Focus on this next question because it really is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, what a good question. Um, (laughs) You know, I think I would launch a business, Um, (laughs) you know, maybe something because I do have a couple of other ideas of businesses that I want to start. But I think I would take that 500 bucks and just launch another business and see where it goes Um, and just really try to learn as much as I can about the new business that I'm launching. Well, Andrea, I have no doubt being somebody that has grown and sold three companies, you, that you will have a lot of success on that venture. And I just really enjoyed hearing your journey, hearing your failures, the lessons learned, the aha moments, the lessons that you took away from that experience, just incredible stuff. So let's end this interview by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Um, so you can find me at launchgrowjoy.com and on Facebook at facebook.com slash launchgrowjoy. And what's one parting piece of guidance? Oh, one parting piece of guidance um, is, and I want to repeat this again, is to follow up and don't take anything personally and a no maybe doesn't always mean a no. Oh, <laughs> love it. Andrea, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Andrea Ayers, or just click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives, or just type in Andrea in the search bar, and her show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. So Andrea, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. Fire Nation. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over 400,000 unique downloads a month and well over five figures in monthly revenue. 
This is all a result of the podcast I started on September 22nd, 2012. If you want to find out everything I've done, come to podcastersparadise.com. Here you will find video tutorials of everything you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. A community of other podcasters to exchange reviews, ideas, and experiences with, and access to private webinars where today's top experts reveal all. Come to podcastersparadise.com to find out more. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.